Radio. I say, I say, boys, what do you, what tarnation do you think you're doing here? What, what, how, how did you get it? Who are you? My name is Jebediah Cromwell. Okay. Again, that doesn't answer my question. How'd you get in here? Well, I, the, the, the nice gentleman let me in if I gave him my shoes. <sighs> Milosh! Anyway, listen to me. I'm perturbed and a little bit upset today. Okay, what, well, I mean, why? I come in here, and you're talking about a highly problematic film, an offensive movie to the very core of my race, sir. Uh, no, we, we talked about Soul Plane a couple weeks ago. No, 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 no. You're talking about white chicks. Uh, oh, okay, Um. you know, we didn't write the movie, we're just talking about it, right? Well, you 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 you're promoting it. You're giving it. You're giving it uh, 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 notoriety. This film is the most offensive thing I have ever seen in my life. You sure you haven't seen Soul Plane? I have. Why would I watch that film, Mister? I mean, okay. uh, never mind that. Okay. Um. All right. So you really didn't care much for the the film. Uh. What did your uh, sister, cousin, mother, think about it. Well, my sister. Oh, I see what you're doing, boy. I'm not gonna fall for that. You really? Think we're all stupid from the south, do you? And it's all because of movies like White Chicks. Well, uh, let me get your. So you're you're southern. So you obviously you you probably know Jeff Sessions, right? Uh, of course, I know him. Because you're from the south, and everybody from the south knows each other. What did Jeff Sessions think about this? Well, hold on, hold on. I'll go ask him. Well, hello, I'm Jeff Sessions, and I think this film is a racist. You're the same person. No, sir. I'm Mr. Sessions. Okay, former U.S. Attorney Jeff Sessions. Hold on. Lindsay, what do you think? Well, I think this film is a racist. Okay, you're all the same person. I, I know three of you are standing in front of me, but you're all the same person. I don't know what you, what tarnation you're talking about. Now, listen. I'm a, I'm gonna go. All three of us we're gonna go home to our uh plant. I'm uh, I what? mean uh, uh farmhouse, and uh, uh, uh bid you adieu, racists. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm under pressure. Now the question always comes back to me: What will they think? Oh, wait, that is, oh, what's going on there? Get out of here, Jeff Sessions. Oh, take I, Lindsey I, Graham I, with you. I'm taking over this show. See, all white people sound the same. <laughs> they do, They do, Nathan. <laughs> they certainly do, Brennan. Oh, my God. So, someone stop the damn match. <laughs> well, let's uh, test that theory that all white people sound the same. This is a podcast <laughs> called What Were They Thinking? We what about- were they thinking? Bad to questionable movies. Oh, that's going to happen a lot, guys. It's already started. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we talk about bad to questionable movies. Um, I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And we have a guest this week returning to the show. um, Our our resident white chick with a dick. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah. 
Somebody's going to actually think that that's serious, and I am, like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You started it. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) You you did start that. Yeah, but that was, like, so long ago. Yeah, no, I think it's it's our oldest callback on the show, and we're going to keep it for for a long, long time. Yeah, a a long time. Nathan and I are like elephants. Like like as long as your dick time. Do you remember when you got me that big dick energy mug? Yeah, and then now it's like uh, now it's just a uh, a black mug. No, no, and now it's just like a like a brass knuckle mug. It's just a mug with a brass knuckle handle with no writing on it. So it so what you're no saying sense. is she used it so much that the the the, the thing came off of it. Yeah. Yep. No. Exactly. No, it's beca- it's a metaphor. It's like it's been used so much, and like <laughs> like like this. Oh, and it fades, right? Sorry, it it just well, it fades. just got a whole lot newer. Wow. Uh-oh. So Mariah, <laughs> um, you uh, you actually picked this movie because you took uh, the Marovich challenge. You watched the uh, the music oh. video, uh, <laughs> right. m- oh. music the song. You listened to the song by uh, Sam Marovich. How did it go again? It was. Like... It doesn't matter. We don't need to talk about okay. that. But I do want to know um, why white chicks. Uh, as a you know a trend. Uh, so you're gonna say all... as a white chick? <laughs> no. As a trend uh, for all the movies I pick, I always pick movies from my childhood. <laughs> like, just some movies I grew up watching, like, you know, uh, Magic in the Water, Spice World, you know. Uh, and White Chicks. White Chicks. <laughs> white Chicks. <laughs> Were you, what, seven or eight when you saw this? No, it came out in 2004. <laughs> I was not that young. You'd have been, but, like, 12 or 13. But I've seen this movie so many times. I didn't even have to t- I didn't even take notes because I know, like, yeah, it's just one of those. It's up there seen with Titanic, you know? You see it so many fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. there Put it on the back of the box, folks. White chicks. I, you is know, I once actually bought a uh, uh, like those, you know, those uh, double feature DVDs that you get at Walmart. I actually once bought Titanic and White Chicks as a double Fuck feature off. DVD Fuck because off. they're 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 on par with each other. Of course, I didn't. <laughs> it was Aww, a, that was a great find. It was it was a three disc uh, edition though. Within the five dollar bin, you like had the <laughs> yeah whole because fiction. they they fit Titanic on one disc, but they had so many extra features for White Chicks <laughs> that they needed two DVDs yeah. for it. Guys, we have five commentary tracks. We need to put the other features on another disc. Um, this is a Wayans Brothers movie, the first Wayans Brothers movie that we have talked about on this show um, because we haven't talked about Little Man yet. But this movie, White Chicks, comes out in 2004, uh, cost $37 million to, to make and made $113 million. 2004, what a year. Same year the San Andreas came out. <laughs> <laughs> the video game. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah. Was that yeah. also yes. in a in a two pack with white chicks, Mariah? I think so. And <laughs> Titanic is a three pack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those blockbuster take homes. It's like a Titanic, white chicks, and then you could play some GTA to end the night. Yeah. Weird. It's a long day. Um, okay, so white chicks. Um, n- now, Mariah, you said you you mentioned you had seen this a million times. I had seen this once in theaters for free. And once yesterday. <laughs> so I have seen it once for this. What? You've never I'd, seen it before? I've never seen it before because I I saw it and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Did you, did you watch with Patty? Uh, actually, I did watch it with Patty because I, I found out that, uh, and this is a bit of a spoiler, that um, my unseen 
uh, dismissal of it was unwarranted because uh, in spite of myself, I actually did enjoy this more than I thought I was going to. And that, yeah. that that's another uh, review that needs to go on the back of the box. <laughs> enjoyed it more than... <laughs> enjoyed it more than Soul Plane. Nathan's traveled. <laughs> Considerably more than Soul Plane. <laughs> or just kind of like, you know, liked it a little bit more than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Than I thought I would, yeah. Yeah. Plot! So White Chicks, the plot of White Chicks. Well, I mean, basically, it's about a two uh, police officer, or actually FBI agents, which kind of blows my mind because the characters are kind of stupid. But they're also they're brothers too, aren't they? They yeah, are. They and are brothers, and yeah. for the longest time, I actually went through the whole movie. Now, obviously, they are brothers in real life because it's Sean and Marilyn Wayans, but I went through the whole movie not knowing that they were playing brothers. Yeah, they're playing brothers because when he pulls out his credit card, it says like Kevin Copeland, and then like they say the names could like okay. you know the it's, so it's yeah it's but obviously brothers. You've seen this forty five times though. I'm not looking for those details on this like second. Yeah, look at those details, man. Sixteen years later, man, you're missing out on the details. Stop. What? <laughs> I don't know. Is that your new character? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. What to, I don't know. So anyway, they're uh, two FBI agents, Sean and Marilyn Wayans. Um, they end up uh, getting a, what seems to be kind of a shitty job at escorting these two uh, sisters, the Wilson sisters. God knows who they're uh, a, a placeholder for in real life. I can't <laughs> figure it out. Um, but they're escorting them to this like uh, this rich person thing in the Hamptons. Because they're afraid that they might be the next high-profile uh, victims of, ki- of kidnapping. Um, however, things go awry, and the Wayans brothers have to step in as the white chicks. Hilarity ensues. And actually, sometimes it actually does ensue. So Sometimes, but I gotta say, it does not start out hot. No, it, it certainly doesn't. <laughs> because... We start off on their first assignment, or on the assignment, we kind of cut into the middle of it when they're oh both God. undercover, uh, I think in like a Korean grocery store. I think it was more like a Cuban, the, like, you know, like Cuba or I, like... I figured they were Puerto Rican. It, no, it, like you, when you say Korean grocery, you mean just like a bodega type place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure that they, they were supposed to be um, per, Puerto Rican or Dominican. Oh yeah, uh, they're 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 cartoon characters, is what they are. Yes, yes. Por qué? Un momento, mono. Darling, I see. Come, come. He said, "Gala, gala, 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 gala." El macho, papi. Darling, I say, Jesus. Como se llama, papi? Por qué? He's coming, and he's saying, he's saying, la 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 bomba. Es testigo tan poca de gracia. And right out of the gate, uh, we get a we get a hint that this movie was mostly filmed in Canada, uh, because one of the candies on sale uh, at this uh, Korean grocer, bodega, convenience store, whatever you want to call it, um, are uh, chocolate Smarties. Which oh. are not a thing in the states. Oh, a nice catch! I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, where were yeah. you the other forty-four times you watched this, Mariah? I don't know. <laughs> not looking at the candy, clearly. Jesus! <laughs> it just struck me as odd because I—it's one of the one of the few things that I uh, I always find fun when I when I see that. I was like, ah, they 
you know, that's supposed to be in the States, but their prop master is from Canada and this was filmed in Canada because those are chocolate Smarties, which are not a thing in the U.S. Uh, if you get Smarties in the U.S., you're getting rockets. Take little, that, white chicks. Yeah. yeah. Take that, America. So, I mean, right out, right out of the gate, I'm taking I'm taking out of the movie, and uh, the, it's, it's the, the plausibility of it yeah. being an actual thing is non-existent. Yeah, this is what takes you out of the plausibility. Smarties ruined it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, this is just a lot of, like, loud equals funny comedy. I mean, because they're just yelling. They're doing, like, obnoxious Tony Montana impressions, essentially. Oh, they sing. Uh, he, he says uh, the lyrics to Guantanamera. And uh, yeah. La Bamba, yeah, yeah, like like he's actually saying something to the guy, and then of yeah. course, um, it's Marlon doing that, and and uh, Sean is acting, I think, as the the translator. Uh, and they're praying to a Virgin Mary candle. Uh, they're just like loud and screaming, and basically, it, we find out that they're doing this undercover bit. Um, to find to find these drug smugglers who are bringing in their drugs with uh, ice in ice cream tubs, mm-hmm. and this whole thing, you know, uh, turns out these guys that come in are actually bringing ice cream, um, and they only oh, but- realize that after they've beaten them up and arrested them. But we, uh, I mean, right out of the gate, you think it's gonna that okay that they're they you, you would think that they got the right guys because it's a really tall. Uh, broad intimidating fellow with a russian accent and he's got cohorts with him yeah which is a very i mean i i think of guys who do delivery for uh for places for ice cream or any other kind of snack that you would stack in and one guy with a with a trolley cart and usually not the stereotype but usually not a giant russian man right exactly but we we are we are the ones who are wrong in this situation, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we should we should definitely uh, seek some uh, um, some sensitivity counseling because uh, this uh, tall, broad Russian chap is he's just he's just a good humor man uh, <laughs> oh, trying to geez. do his trying to do his job and deliver ice cream. <laughs> he makes uh, they they make vanilla and strawberry and even Neapolitan. So um, after they've arrested these guys, the, the it's kind of I will admit this part is kind of funny. I just think like the, starting out with these like characterizations, I was like, oh, this is going to be a long, a hundred and eight minutes. Yeah, too long, by the way, <laughs> too <laughs> long for a comedy uh, uh, like this. But um, yeah, so the the real the real drug dealers come in and there's a huge gunfight, and eventually they uh, they get away, don't they? Yeah, they do because they go into like the like the other guys like get, get away and they go into like uh you know like a uh, ice cream truck and they both go in separate ways and they're like oh which one is it? <laughs> yep, there we go. Let's guess we got good thing we have Mariah as our resident white chicks <laughs> expert. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I'll it, put him on resume. It's on my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one day you're gonna look at your LinkedIn and be like, a job matches this? What? <laughs> <laughs> my day has come we we then meet um nice. police chief frankie mm-hmm. Faison. Mm. um just chewing chewing scenery chewing ass and uh and, and then we meet the two cops uh two other cops one of which is played by lachlan monroe hey kids remember lachlan monroe cliff from dead man on campus <laughs> that's the first thing i saw him in too and the second thing i remember him from is the deputy uh from freddie versus jason Yep, those are the only two things I can think of. Oh, wait, he's in uh, the first scary movie. 
Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like, he's whoever. It doesn't matter. He's in it. <laughs> it doesn't um, matter. It's Lachlan, whatever his name is. Yeah. And they're just <laughs> making all these ice cream puns. Yeah. Like, see you later, Haas. Hagen does. Yeah. Yeah. Hagen yeah. and does. Hey. Hagen and Dawson. What was the other one? Uh, Baskin and Robbins. Baskin and Robbins. Yeah. Mm. All your classic Ben and ice Jerry. Cream puns. Yeah. We nailed them all. And, yeah, they're basically making fun of them. The police chief is doing the whole, like, uh, routine, like, ah, you guys better step up or I'm going to have you Loose cannons and you'll be out of here. Yeah, I'll have your badges and guns. I'm sorry, chief. I got to take this phone call from my girlfriend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also, like, but the thing about this is, like, they just seem like, um, like officers. They never seem like FBI agents. No. Yeah, no. They don't. (laughs) How does... His wife have the chief's like number. It, the wife, not the girlfriend, sorry, the wife of Marlon Wayans. Him. Yes, and it's the chief's daughter. If if I, I if I'm reading it right, anyways. Oh, I didn't catch that at all, Mariah. Where were you at? What? So um, okay, there's there's two plausible explanations. Okay, one, it's the chief's daughter, or two, she is such a psycho, clingy girl. That she has her husband's boss on speed dial so that she can call him. I'm gonna go with Optimchuka because that's what uh, like she was portrayed as in the movie. I'm but actually- see this thing. I'm I'm with the fact that it's his daughter because it's the only reason why those two still have a job because he doesn't want to fire his son-in-law. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is it's Mar- a good theory. I like that though. All I know is Marlon Wayne's uh, wife in this movie. I'm actually surprised they didn't go with the whole story of like she's so clingy. So eventually he finds someone else. I was actually kind of shocked by that. But um, he does go home to her and she does this whole thing where like MapQuest says it only takes 10 minutes and you took eight minutes and where were the other two minutes? And I don't really? know what's going on. <laughs> really? That's, you know, about what time, what what time of uh, history that the biggest thing was made where MapQuest <laughs> was the go to thing what's for MapQuest? distance. Exactly. Yeah. Google Maps is the best. True that. Double true. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Um, also, so Marilyn Wayans is sitting there, like, kind of listening to a, to his wife, like, go, like you know, uh, go on about how he's not uh, back in time. Um, he's you know, falling how, asleep because fall- it's been a long ass day. But he's falling asleep in a way, in a way where I noted, like, does he have narcolepsy? Like, I realize he's tired, <laughs> but like, holy shit, it's like he's he's just he sits down and immediately passes. Yeah, out. he shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I think he has a condition. Um, so anyway, after that all condition that, calls for more cowbell. <laughs> yeah, to keep you awake. Right, exactly. Right next to your chrome, or right, See? right next to your dome, not your chrome. Yeah. Your, or your or your chrome dome if you're bald. So there Terry Crews. <laughs> well, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> later on. At the station, um, we find out basically we're into the plot now. We're talking about the the Wilson the Wilson sisters, who yes, folks, it's clearly the Hiltons or Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Oh, I see. I figured it was Olsons. Oh, see, I Olsons, thought Wilsons. J- just the fact that they said they were heirs to a hotel. Oh yeah, well you know that's... that makes sense too. I, I they say at one point they say that the kidnapper uh, might be a character that we never actually see named Ted Burton and I yep. thought they said Tim Burton. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit, that would be amazing." 
Don't you want to be in Sleepy Hollow too? <laughs> Rattle them bones. I'll show you a nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like where that's going. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they find out that they got a and the, and the Wayans uh, brothers step in and they're like, you know what? We'll take this because no one wants to do this fucking thing. No one wants to be a uh, babysitter to these two stuck up ladies. Well, no, they they take it not knowing because he asks everybody in the room uh, who's going to pick them up at the airport. And none of the agents want to do it because they've read the file on these girls. And then uh, the, you know, Sean and Marlon they want to be on this case, and they're like, they just come in, we want to be on the case. And she's like, you're on the case, because, he doesn't say that, but because nobody else wants to pick these girls up at the airport. But they don't seem overly upset about it. Because they want to be on the case just so they can get back into his good graces. They would probably gladly take any shit detail that he gave them for this case. Well, that's what I mean. Like, even Marlon is like, I don't know, he seems to be like, oh, yeah, like, we're doing this. Uh, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. Okay, okay good <laughs> conflict, guys. <laughs> but they show up to pick up the sisters, and immediately they say, I believe the line they say to uh, the Waynes are, oh, I thought we already made our donation to the United Negro College Fund. I, I Actually, my note right after that line is, I certainly hope they get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Because again, I hadn't seen this movie. I didn't. I didn't know. I understood that Sean and Marlon were going to be going uh, in uh, full-on Eddie Murphy mode to pretend to be these ladies, but I didn't know wonder under what circumstances they had to do that. So I was really, really hoping for like you know, come on, car bomb or something like that. Because these girls are insufferable. I I'm just like picturing the movie. <laughs> the reason they have to become white chicks is because these girls blow up. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, but but alas, they don't blow up. But we do get to spend a nice car ride with them going back and forth. Uh, you said it. Well, you're thinking it and all that stuff. And we learn uh, what a BF is, apparently a bitch fit. Oh, but that's, um, that happens after they nearly hang the dog out the... Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we got to talk about this. So there's that they have a little dog because, you know, Paris Hilton has a little dog. It's a thing. And the dog is like, gets out the window and, you know, Sean Waynes has it by the leash and it's like, you know, flapping in the wind or whatever. And I'm like, stop the car. Well, like, it's like to like pull over. Or, you or why know, is number let go of the leash. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, just stop the car. Like, literally, the dog will be fine as soon as you just stop the car <laughs> like oh, there's woof. no reason it's not bumper to bumper there's no reason he can't stop that was that was actually patty's note too just stop the car yeah or like you know like why <laughs> did you like it's a tiny dog number one why did you uh like roll the window down so like so much and also yeah because oh, he was is... he was requested to roll the window down yeah one because of them said because like, baby oh. loves the fresh air yeah, but I mean, he didn't have to roll it down the size of a small dog. Also, why is that truck like driving in the middle of the road? What? The, dr- the truck was driving in the middle of the road. No, he. Here's what happened. The transport. The transport truck was probably trying to swerve to avoid hitting him, but he kept swerving. So the, what you probably saw was that transport truck in mid swerve, which is why he would have been in the like on the center line. Yeah. So. The dog is fine. They end up. They finally do stop. Well, they stop because they crash. And the Wilson sisters, totally the Wilson sisters, don't look into it. They're not anyone else, you guys. Um, but they get a little scrape 
on their one gets a little scrape on their nose and one gets a little cut on their lip. Like, oh my god, your lip! Oh my <laughs> god, your nose! Ah! Yeah, and, and they're basically like, out. we can't go to the Hamptons looking like this. Affluent, superficial people really fucking wind me up. Like, yeah. honest to god, there's there's several times in this movie where I just was like, I really hope that they carpet bomb this place. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely heightened. <laughs> like, it's definitely heightened beyond uh, reality, a plane of reality, at least. <laughs> I've met, I've, I've met some people. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I don't think everyone in this movie is like an accurate representation. Oh, they're they're about to go, and uh, this is where they're, she's gonna have her BF because this is where we find out what a BF is. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, we can't go to the Hamptons. We can't go to the Hamptons. And the guys are like, well, shit, what are we going to do? And Sean Wayans is like, I've got it. I'm going to call my team, my white boy team, and we're going to become white chicks. Uh, apparently, he just has that plan immediately ready to go. He he calls and he says, hey, Josh, you remember how you said you wanted to be on the team? And I was like, nope, because I've never met Josh before. <laughs> and then, like, the, somehow, And we never yeah. see Josh ever again. And he <laughs> no. shows up, like, with a whole team in the span of, like, maybe, like, ten minutes. And then he goes, uh, yeah, like, a whole team. They're, like, he opens the door. He's, like, wow, I think it was, like, Sean or Marlon. They go, like, where are the white women at? <laughs> yeah, and it's, like. I thought that was like, funny. <laughs> But this, but this like a transformation scene. It's so fast. It's so fast. I, I like, actually I don't it, think it. It made me think of uh, Clone High. Uh, the makeover, 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 makeover. <laughs> oh, you and me. Right, and the, the again, like I said, we don't see Josh or his team ever again in this movie. At least with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, we ha- they had the decency. To show when Robin Williams had to go visit uh, Harvey Firestein again. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I feel hashtag like fire only... not wine. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I feel like their only note for this sequence is make sure Marlon is very bothered with having to become a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, so it's not much of a sequence. <laughs> And then they show up. You see them in their full glory as white chicks. And this is this is the, the destroys the premise of the whole movie <laughs> because no one, no sane person on the planet Earth would look at these two people and say these are white ladies. No, Oof, they are nasty. I, I don't. Are... I don't want to. I actually, my note is uh, it. Lo- they look like uh, Rocky Dennis's debutante daughters. Oh Jesus! They look like burn victims, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like it's just, it's it's. I I get it's a comedy. I get it's supposed to be dumb, but like, man. When they like they do like the hair flip and it like gets in her like, do the hair flip and it gets into like their eyes. Yeah. Just move and like. But I don't understand that either. Like, just move it out of your face with your hand. You can't do it because you had her nails. I don't know. No, not even like it's just a it's just a weird it's a weird gag. Um, but anyway, they show up as the white chicks. Uh, they um, immediately blow their cover. Also, did you miss uh, the the foreshadowing of uh, like oh like you know I can't drink like I'm lactose intolerant. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Nice Marlon Wayans is lactose intolerant. Keep that in mind for later, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be a hilarious joke. Um, <laughs> but no, they're both like they're both um, yeah they both immediately drop character because. Two guys check them out for some reason, 
and uh, they, because they're hot chicks, dude. Yeah, they're totally gorgeous. <laughs> uh, they go, they go full Wayans Brothers voices, and and they even, I mean, they even say like, "Oh, don't blow your cover, man." And I'm like, okay. If I was one of those two guys who heard those voices, <laughs> I would immediately tell everyone I know, like, holy shit, guys, you'll never believe what happened today. Like, that would be the end of it. Yes. <laughs> um, but they do go to the hotel. They go up to the desk and they see Frankie yeah, face on. This is a like a continuity issue because the boobs got big just for the scene so they can have the boobs like knock over the pens at the desk. I don't think I, yeah, I don't necessarily. Th- well, that, that's quite possibly a thing but I, I thought the joke there was that uh, that he couldn't feel them because they're not real breasts yeah well and they're 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 cartoonishly big i think just in this scene i think that is true <laughs> he, he they go up to the desk and they start talking about now they're they're talking about throwing a bf i do like how when they say i'm gonna throw a bf uh lachlan monroe immediately knows what that is <laughs> yeah don't. he's like oh god a bitch fit i'm like what is this in the lexicon what the fuck is going on i love this like i love this part too she's like uh you know i'm gonna write a letter you know dear mr lionel hampton i am a white woman in america so <laughs> mariah doesn't even have the script in front no, of her i just want to tell everyone that. well i noted yeah. it too because it, not necessarily word for word but i noted it because i was like ah oh, it's the proto karen oh, oh yeah it's it's the it's the earliest version of like these black men are standing here and i am alerting authorities <laughs> and like uh oh do we already see like uh did the other guy show up yet no he didn't he's about to he's about to the other like the head cop Frankie Faison yeah. shows up and she calls him a beautiful chocolate what man. What a beautiful chocolate <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking laugh is another thing that I was like, yeah, that that laugh was another thing where I was like, okay, hearing it twice is plenty. And have, does anybody yeah. ever told you you look like Denzel Washington? <laughs> Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Frankie Frankie Yeah, a Faison. few times actually. <laughs> yeah. Frankie <laughs> Frankie Faison, by the way, has never heard that. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it this part, too, where she's like, I went to, like, the surgeon to get my, like, my brows done, and I come off the table looking like freaking Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a... I, I felt bad for laughing. And, like, I was watching with Brendan, and I was like, I'm probably not going to like this because it's been, like, years. But it's still, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, stuff we'll talk about later. Like, there's... Some things are like, oh, but like, it's still kind of funny. <laughs> We're only about 15 minutes into the movie. So we got to press on here. Um, the friends show up, the Wilson, the Wilson sisters, friends, and immediately recognize them. And I wrote down how the fuck. Right. Because they, oh, they said like, oh, you must have got, uh, you must have got surgery done. That's what's different about you. And I'm like, no amount of surgery would change them from the actresses that we saw as the Wilson sisters to the Wayans brothers in whiteface. Yeah, because they're like, they're taller, and they they explained it away saying, yeah, we got our knees done. And they're like, oh, it's collagen. And then they're like, oh, you can you can get your knees done. Like, oh my god, that's a thing. It's it's crazy. Again, oh. the leap the leap of. The leap of logic you have to take in this movie. <laughs> oh, they're they're like, did you gain weight? And she's like, no. And she's like, oh. I know you had a birthday. Because <laughs> they haven't seen each other. Yeah. This oh my god, Mariah so is just quote. Do you want? Do you want to just read the movie? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like it's like Steve with Congo. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. 
Give um, me a cameo with somebody from White Chicks. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> I, I got a I got a question for you, Nathan. Uh, mm-hmm. Though, um, okay. so the three the three friends are as we mentioned. Uh, I mean, we might have mentioned it off air, but, but we but it's Jessica Caulfield. We talked about her in Valentine. It's mm-hmm. uh, Busy Phillips, who a lot of yep. people know from Freaks and Geeks, and Jennifer Carpenter. I gotta say, you think Dexter's sister is enjoying this downtime because <laughs> she's dealing with a lot of shit at that time. <laughs> <laughs> The stress-free life of the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is bu- this is before things really started going to shit for her down in Miami. Oh, okay. So this, is this before um, she almost hooked up with her half-brother? This is Ew. before Dexter, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, spoiler alert for a show that went off the air mm, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we we get a very uh, topical joke that I'm like, I feel like if teenagers watch this movie today, they probably wouldn't get the reference. But they said, like, um, they're all hanging out together and they see, like, the mean girls, right? The Vandergelds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them says, oh, you know, one of them I tried to pull a Winona. <laughs> and I'm like, does anybody remember that? Like, the Winona Ryder shoplifting well, like, thing? I, I mean, was... I do, because, I mean, you know, we were all alive at the time. But I think, does anybody, like, watching that, watching yeah. this now be like, what did Winona Ryder do? I think I was, like, 13 when this movie came out, too. Like, and then I, like, we watched it later. And I still never understood it until, like, <laughs> later on. Then I was like... Oh, because she stole something. I'm right. just imagining yeah. some, some kid watching it now. You mean she had a kid who was sucked into the upside down? <laughs> the girl the, the girl from Stranger Things? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, they're they're doing that. And we meet the, 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 the bitchy, uh, you know, the mean girls, the Vandergelds. And they have like a yo mama joke off, but like oh, those yeah. girls don't know how to do <laughs> yo mama jokes. Right. It's like your mom is so stupid that when she went to, uh, she went and ordered like a Nikoi salad or whatever. <laughs> that was, I was so bad. I even remember it, but oh my God, it was so funny. The yo mama jokes, like, and how'd they get powder? Then they were like, your mama's so old when she breastfeed, it's like dust. Like, she <laughs> <laughs> breastfeeds like this. And, and then, uh, yeah, Marlon, blows like a handful of like talcum powder like mr fuji throwing uh in the yeah. eyes of yokozuna's oh, opponents where, where wrestling reference, reference got it in <laughs> where did he grab that though like <laughs> where did mr did fuji he, grab it i mean really did, did he come prepared was he like well just in case i have to do a prop it, comedy st- uh, it's set. it was if, if it anything if it was like if he's anything like mr fuji it was concealed uh in the in the waist belt or the waistband, rather, of uh, whatever pant or uh, kimono uh, that he was wearing, and he would just crumble it up in his hands, and then, and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in the middle of this, guys, if you haven't laughed enough, we'll get ready because Marlon Wayans has been eating a lot of cheese. Oh, I mean, he doesn't, <laughs> but he doesn't do know because he doesn't. Apparently, he's so dumb he doesn't know there's cheese in quiche. It's like unless you know another way to make quiche, <laughs> and they'll laugh. Oh, don't do that. Laugh anymore. Keep no. doing it, Mariah. Don't keep doing it. <laughs> no. I, I'm so glad I'm the editor. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> you oh, don't have to leave it in. You know what? Even if even if it's all just for me, uh, I'll enjoy every bit of it. <laughs> so anyway, Marlon Wayans runs to the bathroom because he's got to take a shit because he's eating bitch. a bunch of cheese. <laughs> and again, he blows his cover by saying, move, bitch, to some I woman. Lo- oh, fucking kills me. Um, and he just shits a bunch, and we're all laughing. Meanwhile, oh, Sean Wayans thinks it's a good idea in his full white chick makeup to go hit on a reporter. Yeah. 
<laughs> which I'm like, how do you forget? How do you forget? Because he uses his own voice. How do you forget that you have makeup on to look like a white girl? Because like, he's still wearing, up. he's wearing a dress. Yeah. And how do you not up. feel the, the wind blowing up against the jumblies? And she cuts him off at the pass, and then he remembers that he's supposed to be a white chick. Right. Man. But then, don't worry, guys, because our lord and savior, Terry Crews, enters the film. <laughs> and immediately sets his sight on Marilyn Wayans. With a um, white girl with a black girl's ass. Yeah. And he's got a little hype man, too. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't quite get that. I, I, I mean, I'm assuming because he's supposed to be. So his name is Latrell. He's supposed to be like a like a football player, right? I think it's basketball. No, he's basketball because oh, they basketball, ma- okay. they, they make reference to his um his shooting from outside the key and stuff like that later. Oh, okay. Uh, it, when we'll get to that when we get to that, but <laughs> yeah, I, I if he had been a if he had been a boxer and with a hype man, I I would get that. Um, maybe even a football player, but I, I, I guess maybe is is are hype men with the, you know, guys like Shaq and LeBron a thing? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, it, I assumed it was just his agent. Oh, okay, but but it, it does seem to be his hype man. But, um, okay, so here's the weird thing. He goes up to Marlon Wayans, obviously looking like a white girl, and he says he starts like aggressively hitting on him. And Marlon Wayans said, call, starts calling him, like, King Kong and stuff, which is, like... His exact line is, and I really cringed at it just a little bit, but then I realized, you know, the Wayans wrote it, so it's it's fine. Yeah. He, he said, why don't you climb up the Empire State Building and beat your monkey chest? And I was like, oh, my. But, <laughs> okay, so... Supposed to be a white woman saying this, r- so... Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> you, you mentioned... One of the Wayans wrote it, which probably happened, or one of the other four writers. Um, <laughs> but in the context of the movie, a white girl just said this to a black man. <laughs> right, but a privileged white girl in the Hamptons, so... Right, right. But I'm just like, oh, shit, you better, like... <laughs> you better... Uh, maybe maybe don't do that to a guy the size of Terry Crews. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they, the girls all go get together and uh, they're, they're playing, they're listening to the radio and the girls are like, this is my jam. And they start listening to that, that Vanessa Carlton song, you know, make uh, my way downtown. What song is that? Thousand miles. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know that song and Patty knew that song, but she didn't know that song. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, the only reason I know that song is because of this movie. Kind of like the Wayans, like uh, when they were like, and I can just see you t- kinda tonight. Like that. tonight. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Because they, like, they didn't know the lyrics at all. I, I was actually waiting for something, I don't know, more like, uh, I don't know, more recognizable. I'm like a bird, I'll only fly away. Or something like that. I hear that song and I'm like, the only time I've ever heard the song, like you said, is I the only time I've ever heard the song is in reference to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dude. I I definitely heard it first. I think in this movie, in 2004, and then I probably heard it again like after that. But I'm pretty sure this was the first, like th- that was the first time I had heard the song. Um, but it, but I mean, there's a scene later that really kind of makes it makes it stick in the old noggin. But they're all they're all singing it, and of course, you know the joke is the Wayans brothers don't really know the song, like they don't know the words. But then as soon as uh, a rap song comes on, they know all the words. But oh my gosh, you can't say that! Like you can't say the N word. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're like perturbed that they said the n word, and then as the white chicks, the Wayne's brothers say, "Well, there's no one around," and then they all start dropping the n bomb because it's okay because nobody's around. Nobody's around. Terrible. It's fine. <laughs> Back at the hotel, uh, Marlon Wayans, for some reason, answers his phone. Right? <laughs> his wife calls, like, dude, just don't answer. You turn your phone off. That's what I do. Wait, what? Did he not tell her what? that he was on assignment or something like that? Like, I mean, that would be perfectly acceptable to say, you know what? I am going. I'll be out of town on assignment. You won't be able to reach me. And then just turn the phone off or he, never answer when she calls. He, he. I mean, he must have. This is also during a scene uh, like a montage of when they're all uh, shopping and trying makeover, on different clothes. Makeover, 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 <laughs> makeover, makeover. You said it was at the back at the hotel. That's what you said. Oh, did I? Sorry, no, this is during a shopping, shopping yeah, montage. Yeah. I'm, I apologize to the writer of White Chicks in our presence here. <laughs> I was thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> She's one of the seventeen writers of White Chicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're doing this shopping montage, and I gotta say, in this scene. Jennifer Carpenter really gets her moment here. She is oh having God. a complete meltdown. And here's the thing. They show her getting her gear on, and I am I am fully in uh, Marlon Wayne's camp by looking at her going, God damn, Jennifer Carpenter. He's like, that and she, looks she's, so yeah, sexy. And exactly. And she starts flipping out saying that she's fat. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a low self-esteem thing. I mean, it's not an uncommon thing. No, hey, it's back fat, back fat Betty. And yeah. put somebody put Shamu back of the oak. It was really yeah, great, great performance. So. I no, honestly, I do think she's killing it in this scene. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, she does. There's 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 no phoning it in in this scene from her. No, but there is a weird thing where he's just running around. He's like, somebody get me Doctor Phil. Somebody get me Oprah. Oprah. And I'm like, All right, guys, come on. <laughs> you need professional help. <laughs> um. Once the once they're done here, we also get a weird running joke throughout the movie where uh, Lachlan Monroe and his partner, who I don't know who that is, but anyway, he keeps giving him like, "Would you rather do uh, oh. Janet Reno or Rosie O'Donnell?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's it it doesn't it plays weird because he says like, "Oh, I don't know, Rosie," and he's like, "Ew, disgusting." Who would you do? Oh, there's no time for that. Yeah, he never oh. get his answer. All right, weird shade. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if the Wayans had some long-standing feud with Rosie O'Donnell. Well, there wasn't even that. I mean, because he gives other comparisons later, and then one of them is RuPaul. Oh, I'm. By the way, when he says RuPaul or whoever the uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, when he says RuPaul or Whoopi Goldberg, and the, that joke is like cut off before we get to the punchline. I'm like, real glad we didn't get the joke in that one. <laughs> Because it's 2004, it probably wouldn't have been great. <laughs> but they do start that bit. Uh, meanwhile, Sean Wayans, as a white chick, gets robbed by uh, some crook and chases him down and takes it back. And that's 
that scene. Mm. <laughs> There's yeah. not much else to that. <laughs> but um, because earlier we talked about how they they um, they were assholes to the uh, Vandergeld uh, sisters, they show up to a restaurant and they get shunned to like a shitty table. Oh, oh that, yes. That the, uh, it's the, the bachelorette bank. auction. Yeah, yeah, yeah the auction, the, but I just the mean date like, auction. Be, because they were yeah. whatever earlier, yeah. they get shit canned or whatever. We have a moment where uh, Busy Phillips wants to look good for this guy that she likes. and uh, Oh, and it's one of the Vanderbilts or whatever her name is, boyfriend. Yeah, his name's so... Heath. And it's actually funny because I didn't know his name was Heath at first. And they had just mentioned about uh, that she was infatuated with an actor named Heath who had a girlfriend. And I thought, are they making fun of Heath Ledger? Are they supposed to be the Olsen sisters? I know Heath Ledger had a thing with one of the Olsen sisters back in the day or something. I don't know. And I thought he just died in their apartment building. I didn't know he actually had a thing with one of them. Oh, well, any, either way. Uh, but then we come to find out that it is actually, uh, you know, one of the mean girls uh, that isn't, um, you know, from the movie mean girls uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, and he is played by the chap who is Hudson on Hudson and Rex now on City TV. For some reason, I thought you were going to say Hudson on Hudson Hawk. And I was like, wait a second. Bruce Willis is in this movie. <laughs> that would be so weird if Bruce Willis played that dude that Busy Phillips was really into. <laughs> even funnier if he played Terry Crews' character. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> wait, it was just Bruce Willis just looking for a white girl. <laughs> Uh, he wouldn't have done that part. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, Busy Phillips is, like, really into him. And we clearly see, like, obviously he's an asshole. Uh, Marlon gives her a powdering, and it looks like she just done, did a bunch of coke. Um, like, you like you know, he could have uh, – she could have seen, like, the huge fucking, like, powder that he she put, like, pulled out Or, you know, just purse. sensed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, because it was to... it was the same amount of powder that that Marlon blew earlier when he did his Mr. Fuji bit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Maybe that's where he got it. Maybe that's the powder. <gasps> but again, he held what? on to it for prop comedy. Oh my god, <laughs> my mind is blown. Oh my god. <gasps> <laughs> so we get the. Oh god. So we get the auction. We get the auction. Uh, the girls are getting auctioned off. Um, you know, that's what you do. Yeah, selling women. Selling mm. women. <laughs> 2004, as best. Yeah. Another point where I I was asking for carpet bombs. I just... <laughs> well, at this auction, uh, Terry Crews ends up uh, spending $50,000 for a night with Marlon Wayans. Oh, that, but that was after uh, 20000 got spent for uh, one of the mean girls that isn't Lindsay Lohan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why didn't we watch Mean Girls? Oh, wait, it's a good movie. It's uh, a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> now, we could have watched Mean Girls too, but it would have had to been a small screen shameful. Oh, God. I haven't. I haven't, and I don't know if I will. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, so he wins the night with uh, with Marilyn Wayans. Um, okay, so they go back. The Wayans go back to their hotel or whatever, and they're out of their makeup. They're out of their prosthetics and everything. And the girls, like, knock on their door. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, number one. Why did you give them the address of where you were staying? Uh, number two, you got to know that they could show up at any given moment, right? They don't think yep. you have to like change back into white girl costumes. They got their uh, their skin on really good though. They like got the yes. They got their paint. 
on. My my note right here was holy silence of the lambs because they're basically <laughs> trying to put on women's suits. Oh my god, it's it's real gross when they just have it like kind of hanging there. Yep. And I'm like It's like what are you what it's like what are you doing? Oh, we're just like shaping our like legs and braiding our vaginas. <laughs> it's just it's so it's it's funny. Just, it's weird because they ha- like you said Nathan they they look like uh Silence of the Lambs skin suits and then when they come to the door it just looks like the makeup looks in the rest of the movie. Yeah. And it's like, "What? Hold on a sec. Is your team just on standby in the back of the room?" And you know what? They needed that whole team and a whole montage. Yes. To get that shit right at the first. This takes them no time. No time. It's like literally I mean, at least Robin Williams had to dip his face in a cake. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hello. Hello. That movie This so movie was missing the hello moment. But it had his <laughs> laugh, right? No, it didn't. Right, audience? No. Yeah. They you liked you, it. They don't know what you're talking about. So they, they start they start having some girl talk. They give Busy Phillips cornrows. Yeah, which, like, like which like crazy time frame. Like she like yes. turns her head and then like it's all done. Like what yeah, the thank fuck? You. Thank you. Because like, it, it, one in one scene in one frame, it's half done. They cut away to another bit of the conversation and they cut back and the full head is done. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? That, well, I mean, if they could put their white girl costumes on that quick, maybe they're just ama- just amazingly quick. Is this like, is everybody blacking out? Like, for is this what this movie is? Like, you could just have blackouts? Like, what? Or whiteouts, I mean. Oh, oh yeah, whiteouts. Like the, <laughs> you know, like pens. Like, whiteouts. What? Like, whiteout, you know, whiteout. You know, like when it snows really bad? Yeah. No, or- Mariah just said, like, pens. Oh, you know, white like, out, like paper, like liquid paper. Yeah, yeah liquid paper. White yeah, out. everybody had liquid paper. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so, so white chicks. Um, so the next bit is um, uh, these uh, these guys come over and uh, the Wayans are like, oh shit, these guys are uh, these guys are criminals. We finally found some criminals and they start assaulting them. Turns out they're strippers. <laughs> yes, it's another it's another case of the wrong ice cream man. Mm. But like they were, they were, uh, they're like, oh, I thought they were trying to kidnap me. Like, yeah, that's their job. Who would want a stripper that who, wanted to kidnap them? Like, who it's puts fucking, that? Yeah, exactly. Who puts it's that as part as their gimmick? Man, I don't know. <laughs> What's that big thing then? I don't know. What <laughs> kidnapping? Yeah, kidnapping was all the rage. Yeah, I was thirteen. I don't know. Um, they go out. <laughs> they go out on the beach. Um, again, there's another moment where Marlon just straight up uses his own voice. And I'm like, okay, it's happened enough now where people are going to be like, all right, guys, the jig is up. <laughs> like, we know what's going on now. And this is the crazy, another crazy thing. You talked about them them changing out of their, not being in their costumes and getting back in within minutes. Sean Wayans sees the journalist lady, uh, Denise. He goes into a public, like, outhouse type thing. <laughs> it's gets, a beach cabana. Yeah, the ter- gets, gets out of his, but but he gets out of his white girl outfit, and I'm assuming leaves it in there. And his skin, like that's amazing. You had what makeup wipes with you or something or what? Well, I'm, I think it's just all prosthetics. The skin is prosthetics. I'm pretty sure. What? Wow. Yeah, because don't you remember when we the, earlier when they were doing the whole. Silence of the Lambs thing at the hotel. They have to put the faces on. Yeah, but like, remember in like the like the scene where they like spray their bodies. 
Yeah, but do you think they did that whole thing? The breast been absolutely would have been prosthetics because they sh- even show the prosthetic yeah. breasts that they would have used during the Josh makeover no, scene. Talk about their skin. No, I think it's all prosthetics. I don't think there. I don't think there's just spray painting. But either way, my point is, he takes it off and leaves it in that bathroom. Yeah. Like, is he just like, well, I have a spare. Can you imagine, like, there, there's a missed joke opportunity here of someone going into that washer and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's a melted lady in here. <laughs> but, yeah, he comes out of the washroom. He goes up to Denise. He pays off a couple kids to pretend he's Terry Crews' character. Um, and then he starts, like, you know, hitting on her and everything. And, and the reason why, like, he's doing this is because at the – the banquet, she was just like, oh, it'd be nice to be like wined and dined by a rich guy, like, you know, one of these days or whatever. And that's why he's trying to like impress her by being this fake person. Yeah. Well, he could have he just said he was rich, though. Yeah, like, he didn't have to. Pre- he didn't have to be. Pre- he didn't have to pretend to be Terry Crews's character. This is so stupid. Like she's a journalist and he is pretending to be this ball player. Like what? Yeah. Like is it, is everybody in this movie stupid? Yeah. That, that's another thing. They even have a scene where she says, "Oh, I did some." In, by the way, not. She says it's investigative journalism. It's not. She's a paparazzi. But yes. she says. I I found a spot and and waited for like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez to find their like love nest or whatever. If she knows who they are, she knows who Latrell is. Yeah. Yeah. So a- another stupid thing is that when they were getting all these dresses, they apparently just used the Marlon's wife's credit card. Yeah, their, their own credit cards. Yeah. Yes, because she's at a restaurant. She gets declined. She finds out there, you know, it, it was used to buy dresses. And you got to give her a little bit of credit thousand dollar dress. Is that, is that a normal thing where like the fucking person at the restaurant gets them on the fo- like the salt like the credit card people on the phone? Probably in the normal? U.S. Oh no, it would it would have been uh, back in the day uh, because if if they weren't set up for uh, like a debit machine type situation. And the bill for the place that you're uh, ordering at is at a certain level. <clears throat> they would have to call to verify that the credit was there. Um, they there was a couple of places in uh, Lennoxville where I went to university uh, that weren't set up for like Interac or anything like that. Still in like 1998, 99, and even into the 2000s. And if I wanted to use my credit card there, uh, they would use the old. Um, the old credit card machine that they basically put down a, a piece of carbon paper and chunk, chunk and do the imprint of it and then send it away and hope it got approved. Yeah, no, I think it was. I think, yeah, exactly. I think it was common back then for sure. Um, but yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> this is the part where I'm like, okay, yeah, you have every right to be upset over your husband buying a $4,000 dress, um, <laughs> potentially for someone else. That's like one of those moments where she's like, oh, shit, I've been right the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but she, yeah, she does that. And then, um, but then we get, of course, the classic moment of this movie. Terry Crews is going on his date with Marlon Wayans. <laughs> and my favorite part of this whole entire film is the song Thousand Miles comes on. Marlon is like excited because he, you know, he's like, oh, he'll, he'll hate this song or whatever. And of course, Terry Crews is like, how did you know? I love this song. And he's doing all the like perfect like movements and little mannerisms. It's and it's, Bob. yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful scene. I love when Terry Crews does that in just about any 
movie. Because anytime his character in any movie has to be excited about a song halfway, it is always super <laughs> pumped. I mean, think about him singing Working for the Weekend in, what was it, Office Space? Was it Office Space, Office Space. or... Get at us on Twitter if you know. I don't think that's Office Space, but I I, I, I hear you. I th- I, it's, it rings a bell. Okay. But yeah, as this is happening, as he goes on the date with Marlon, Sean acts as like the valet, and really he's just taking Terry Cruz's car to go pick up, uh, yeah. to go meet up with um, Denise at Terry Cruz's Sorry. house. It was in Click. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. gotcha. um, so he's going. Don't to know why I got those two movies confused. Uh, same movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he takes Terry Cruz's car. He goes to the house to meet up with Denise. And again, I just keep saying, why does he have to pretend to be Latrell? Why can't he just be a rich person? Right. But it leads to all sorts of hilarious antics. And B and E. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, yep. Um, there, there's a dog that Terry owns that uh, nearly kills Sean Wayans that he has to like hide oh in a room. Oh my God, there's a freaking like Asian like uh, cleaner. He's like, oh, Mei Ling, you're, you're here all the time. Just go home. And she's like, yeah she's like clearly she's like clearly you are not my boss um and the whole thing too the whole thing too is like it's a it's a comedy trope but like sean waynes keeps doing that thing where he's like yeah yeah my house this is where i live yeah and there's a picture of like uh like uh terry cruz or latrell in like a rug and he's like Who's that? I'm like that's fucking Latrell. You fucking journalist. <laughs> you fucking entertainment journalist. You, you hack. <laughs> yeah, hack. And then she's like, he's like, oh yeah, that's my just my trainer. I just want to like you know like be like him. Which you know what tells me that the they they, they stole that joke from the first Bad Boys movie, <laughs> um, and uh, the first Bad Boy Bad Boys movie did it really well. There you go. I don't. I think I've seen that movie once, and I don't remember it at all. The first Bad Boys movie? Yeah, I've seen the oh second one. Like I've seen the second one like twenty times. So anyway, um, at the date, Marlon is doing his best to gross out Terry Crews. He's chewing off his own hand, like toenail. He's uh, eating he, piles and piles of ribs. And also, by the way, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this right now. This is a movie thing that I hate. Is when he orders his food, he says, "I'll get the pasta." No, 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 no. You say you get the spaghetti. You say you get the fettuccine. You can't just order the pasta. <laughs> It could be on the menu, though, as the pasta. No. That's the, the, stupid. The, the, that's the like, pasta special? No, that's like <laughs> in a movie where someone goes into a bar and they say, like, I'll get a beer. Yeah, give me a beer. It's like, well, which one? Because any decent bar is at least going to have four options on tap. And I get I get in a movie why they do the beer, because if they don't want to pay a certain brand. But if you're, if you're doing, <laughs> like, fettuccine's not copyright. Just say fettuccine. Just say spaghetti. Like, just say something. That's this movie's only flaw. The uh, only one. What were they thinking? <laughs> Jeez, we didn't even do, you know, don't take our word for it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so they're going on about that. He And then and then Marlon Wayne starts, like, farting. And, of course, Terry Crews is like, I could do that, too, and farts right back. And they're going back and forth with that for a bit. Hey, by the oh, way, and, and Terry, the, the last-ditch effort on uh, – on Marlon Wayans in this scene uh, is when he starts trash talking Terry Cruz's 
basketball skills because this yeah. is like you're talking about his his terrible uh, shooting average and all that stuff, and you think that he's gonna have an absolute BF over this um, because no one disrespects him. Oh and no, he, not he you finds, too, Nathan. <laughs> he finds. <laughs> <laughs> he finds the uh, the his honesty uh, that much more alluring. So I'm just like realizing now, like in the scene, like the dinner scene, they have like baby at the like the dog at the table, but then like I think it disappears at some point, and then it shows up again at the like the dog shows up again at the bar. Which why would you bring a dog to a bar like a club? Uh, the joke being that Paris Hilton took her fucking dog everywhere as in her purse. Yeah, it's just a rich person joke. So, um, yeah, so that's the last ditch effort. Um, Terry Crews is still into it, and um, they go to the bar. And this is the part where Terry Crews' character takes a turn that kind of doesn't make him as fun. <laughs> this this was a, this was something I did not remember. But he goes up to, like, another dude at the club, and he's like, hey, you want to mellow out your girl? Just slip this in her drink. And I'm like... Oh, so there's going to be an attempted date rape drug? Oh, that was yeah, that was later, and that was uh, Heath's buddy. Yeah. Yeah, the one that looks like a woman, Matt Damon. <laughs> yes. He he actually he looks like one of the white chicks without you know having to put makeup on. <laughs> yeah, it was, but but it's weird, right? Because it like I know it's 2004, and these jokes are like, aha, it's funny because there's going to be a drug scene, and ultimately, like obviously Terry ends up taking the the drink and and has his like moment where he's freaking out on the dance floor but the 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 setup to the joke is still you should date rape this girl and then you'll get with her dude bros man dude bros. it's a weird it, but it just makes that character so much less fun right yeah i mean he's kind of creepy before that but but that that just kind of pushes him over the edge so they go to the they're at the bar and the mean girls show up at the bar not rachel yep. mcadams or Lindsay lohan Exactly. Um, and they start dancing and they start having a dance off with the, the three, uh, the three friends, the three girlfriends, you know, Jennifer Carpenter, a Al. And, um, but that results, of course, Which, I, I actually noted this as the, uh, coyote slutty scene, <laughs> <laughs> just a giant dance off. Um, okay. and you and know, it's tricky to rock around to rock around. That's right on time. It's, it's tricky. tricky. It's tricky. tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. But can I say that this, by the way, using that song, I'm going to think of a much better scene, and that's DJ Qualls in Road Trip. Of course. Yeah, that's the whole time. I was thinking like, oh, man, I wish I was watching that scene in Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, they, yeah, they have a major dance-off, and Busy, still, Busy Phillips still kind of wants that dude, but they take off real quick. And... Um, she starts she starts vomiting and then we finally get, we finally get a plot point. <laughs> like I feel like we're an hour and change into this movie and well, we like, finally get something in regards to the plot major because she says that the Vander she says that the Vandergelds are actually like shit broke. I'll also say this too, um vomiting Busy Phillips is still pretty hot. I mean <laughs> I mean not as hot as not vomiting Busy Phillips, but still, I mean, pretty hot. In, uh, so uh, I think you m- m- uh, like missed this, but during the uh, like the makeout session with like the report, like Denise and uh, like Sean, right? Uh, they Kevin. Uh, she like talks about like the kidnapper, 
And like, oh, well, you she know, talks oh, about the, guy, the, the, the Tim Burton guy that they thought was the. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then like how like he like has like money. Or he's something. rich. Yeah, so he's he rich. couldn't have been the one behind it like they all originally yeah, thought. Yeah. But this is still like the big thing where they're yeah, like yeah. the Vandergelds are, are like someone in the Vandergelds is clearly um, orchestrating this kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it's Kevin McAllister's dad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I have noted here, too. We get a real Ace Ventura moment coming up here because Lachlan Monroe and the other guy find like the skin masks. Oh my god! After Lachlan Monroe has sniffed, <laughs> which um, is really a, a, a an unsettling sentence taken out of context. Hey, that I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> and then, yes, uh, which which is also going to be followed by another unsettling sentence taken out of context when Lachlan Monroe is sniffing their underwear. Yep. And then when he realizes it's probably a man's underwear, oh boy, he has a reaction. <laughs> so they 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 come up with the genius idea that oh well the will the the Wilson sisters that they the real ones must be not the Wilson sisters. So they bring them in and we get a real Ace Ventura scene here, <laughs> or Austin oh. Powers, I guess. Pick your poison, uh, <laughs> where they're trying to like rip their quote unquote masks off and. And and clothes and just like pointing to their crotches and stuff, <laughs> and and the guy that's not Lachlan Monroe like pulls off her top and he's like horrified that he did that, but then he goes, "Those are nice," <laughs> like dude, read the room. <laughs> but then she kind of gives like a look. She's like, mm, "Yeah." <laughs> well, they and then they knock them the fuck out, and those two guys get suspended. Um, at least we didn't have one of them kissing them and then vomiting for a 10 minute scene or something. So they eventually, obviously they know that these, the Wilson sisters are the Wilson sisters. So, uh, the chief fires the Wayans brothers. He's like, I want your badges and your guns. He literally says that. (laughs) And, uh, they have their inevitable breakup and Mariah shed some tears. What? You were, you were sad because they got fired and they didn't want to be friends anymore oh, even care. though they're brothers no you cared you shed some tears don't lie no, I was, don't lie no, on the I podcast care. i don't care um but they yeah they uh they break they kind of break up but then like you know three minutes later they're like oh well vandergeld is behind this we should go bust them L- let's let's do it ourselves even, like you missed the part where like like the wife shows up and then like oh no oh it's a man she's like you're sick Oh, yeah. Well, you should explain it more than that. Yeah, okay. So, like, the wife comes in the... Marlon's wife. Marlon's wife shows up, and then uh, somehow, like, you know, Kevin is in... uh, Sean Sean, Wayans. Sean Wayans is in, like, his uh, get-up, and uh, he's, like, trying to hide and, like, go into a room, and he goes in the other room, and uh, he tries to leave, and then uh, the friend, uh, you know, finds him, and, like, they, like, it's all jigs up. Yeah. Definitely cheating. Oh, but don't worry. It's a man. And then she goes, oh, that's sick. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's that's the follow-up to that. No, don't worry. It's a so, man. Oh, you're sick. Like, kid, why common, did you have a fucking Commonplace time? joke yeah. in 2004. Exactly. So. And, like, why don't you have the time? The time to be like, I'm Kevin. Yeah, just take the time, movie, to be like, hey, listen, hold on. Just stop for a second. We're undercover. It's me. <laughs> Yeah, or he could just use his regular voice like he's done 3,000 times in this movie. Yeah, like, she knows his voice. <laughs> I would hope so. It's her brother-in-law. But then again, everybody in this stupid... Everybody... Let me try that again. But then again, 
everybody in this movie is apparently a fucking moron. So. Yeah, I actually have a note here. Uh, well, I, you know what? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna save that for when I get to that later because it's it really rings true towards the end of it. So we're just gonna put a pin in that and uh, move on uh, to where they get back on the case. They get back on the case. They go to the fashion show. Uh, so then they uh, they call like the other cops and they're at the bar and they're like drinking like a shit ton of shots. Like I don't know if you saw like all the shots in front of them. I'm like they shouldn't be driving or doing any police work right now. Uh, but anyways, that's when they do like RuPaul or Whoopi Goldberg, and then that's when yes. it gets cut off. Kind of. Thing. Yeah, thankfully cut off that. Thankfully that joke gets cut off. But yeah, they call them and they're like, hey, we need your help. Um, they go to the fashion show, and there's a bunch of crazy mix em ups because. The real Wilson sisters show up, and they start posing too. But wait a second. The fake ones are posing also, and apparently people are just like, wow, it's like looking into a mirror. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking and about? And like like I said, these people are fucking stupid in this movie. My, no, my, my note, uh, what I mentioned earlier, is actually how blind are rich people? Yeah. Yeah. Every... You'd think with all that money, they could get their eyes checked. Maybe they just rub their faces with uh, all their $100 bills. And oh, and then, so they have are full of conjunctivitis, <laughs> a.k.a. pink eye. There you go. You solved it. Right. Solved it. Got it. Now, that's, now we know why they never question uh, the, the Wayans is pretending to be um, the Wilson sisters. How did the white chicks get away with it? Conjunctivitis. Conjunctivitis. There we go. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, but it, and in the meantime, in this scene, uh, Busy Phillips also uh, turns down a booty call from that guy because he's like, "Hey, maybe you could come over at like mm, I don't know three a.m." But he's uh, also a bad guy. He's also the villain. Big shocker. Big twist. Le twist. Um, and John Hurd, he he shows up and he he kidnaps the Wilson sister or no he kidnaps sorry he kidnaps one of the Wilson sisters and one of the Wayans brothers because apparently he is also stupid, and and there's this just whole meetup with all these characters and and it's honestly pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, uh, Terry Crews dives in the way before Marlon Wayans can get shot. Um, oh, don't forget the um. Uh, the the Vanderbilt sisters or whatever the names are, uh, they had a whole carry plot that they were gonna they were gonna dump red paint onto uh, onto the white chicks or the Wilson sisters. But they get the red paint dumped on them, which one of the, one person in the crowd uh, screams that it is is fashion forward and uh, groundbreaking and evolutionary and all kinds of other words uh, to describe uh, how how great the idea of dumping red paint on a on people is. by the way that was the most realistic part of the movie yeah like i could totally right. see that being like oh this is this is art <laughs> groundbreaking <laughs> but yeah so the, the whole uh the whole shit go- all the shit goes down um john Hurd gets shot in the shoulder not killed just shot and arrested uh terry cruz takes a bullet but he's fine um and then <laughs> but oh yeah and, and denise by the way has filmed has been filming this whole confession as john heard was ranting and raving about how oh. he was responsible did you also catch the uh the the brief like showgirls reference no someone like litters the stage with um marbles or pearls to make uh, make them trip oh god <laughs> Um, and then we get a great kind of moment because it, it, this is actually like legitimately a great moment because 
Marlon Wayans reveals to Terry Crews that, you know, he's been Marlon Wayans this whole time. And you think, oh, okay, here comes the gay panic joke. Get ready for it. But instead, Terry Crews is like, wait a second. You're not white? I laughed so hard. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, like... Some some inappropriate things, yes. He says some wildly inappropriate things for us to oh, say. Oh, so funny. But they were... they. they it did make me laugh it, because, you know, it's Terry Crews saying it. it, it kind of. One of the Wayans has wrote this. And I think they reference some like it hot because he actually says just before that, he says like, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man or whatever. And he says, well, nobody's perfect. And that's how that movie <laughs> ends. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yes. A fantastic movie, by the way. It's a great movie. It, and super progressive ending for the year it came oh, out. Oh, exactly. And if anybody, if you haven't seen it, uh, just put this on pause right now. We'll wait. <laughs> wait. Go watch Some Like It Hot. It is easily uh, one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, it's fantastic. Hmm. Highly recommend. And recommend highly. <laughs> As in be high when you watch it because it'll make you laugh even more. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get the whole ending here. Um, Sean Waynes goes up to Denise and he's like, listen, I'm an FBI agent. I make 30K after taxes. And I'm like, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> that is a low-level FBI agent. Um, they they kiss and make out. Uh, Marlon meets up with his wife, and they do the whole, like, makeup apology thing. Uh, Terry Crews apparently is just going to fuck both the Wilson sisters. What, you, what do you mean you're going to need a wheelchair? <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. And... The friends are very sad because the Wayans were way nicer than the actual Wilson sisters. But don't worry, because we're all going to go shopping. Shopping. Credits. <laughs> and that was White Chicks. Directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. Was it directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans? Yep, he was. Okay. He directed, yep. I thought he had stopped doing stuff at that point. Uh, Acting, oh. maybe. Oh, did he direct Little Man also? I don't know. I don't. Oh, that's a coming soon, unfortunately. <laughs> is that a must we? Oh, we must. No. <laughs> Tracy Morgan's in it. Oh, okay. He's. I think he's the bright spot. He's in it for like five minutes. But anyway, <laughs> White Chicks. Mariah, I ask you, this movie, is it worth a watch, a drunk watch with friends, would you attempt head trauma to forget it or avoid, like, the plague? Uh, I'm going to go with option one and two. So it's a good watch and then the good watch drink with for your friends. So it's between a drunk watch and a worth a watch? No, I had both of them. Well, but but I mean, like, is it worth a watch or do you think people should just get drunk and watch it? Uh, it's in the middle. Okay, between them. Between them. Nathan, what about you? Drunk watch. Yep. Okay. Uh, I I thought it was going to be an attempting a head trauma, um, at the very, uh, at the very least. But um, I, like I said, I did, I did enjoy it a little more than I I thought I was going to. Um, so for that, you know, get get kind of drunk and watch it with some friends. I uh, I gotta go. I gotta go with a patented in betweener. Okay. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go in between head trauma and a drunk watch. You can go fuck yourself, Brendan. Wow. You're sleeping in a doghouse tonight. It was a great movie. Oscar worthy. You literally <laughs> just said it was good to just get drunk and watch it. Yeah. It's, it's right up there trauma. with Titanic. She said it earlier. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and we will be right 
back. What were they thinking? Nathan, uh, yes. it's time for the low haiku. Yes, the low haiku. What is the low haiku, Nathan? The low haiku, Brendan, is 17 perfect syllables uh, to describe the movie we've just been talking about for the last, you know, hour and some change. Very good, very good. Mariah, as our guest, um, would you like to start off by reading your low haiku about white chicks? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, clones. Only in America. Made me look like Shrek. Very good, very good. Nathan, uh, you have a haiku for us? I do. So, it's not racist. But not progressive, either. Rich people are blind. Good, and I'll read my haiku here. <clears throat> Wayne's brother girls. Were they playing burn victims? Are they all stupid? Thank you. Thank you. And a one and a two and a poop on yep. my shoe. You've got you've got you poop pooped on, on your shoe? shoe. Yeah, so Milos won't take them. Yes. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if if your reasoning is sound. Well, if I poop on my shoe, Milos won't take them, and I'll just buy new shoes. Oh, I see what you're saying. God damn it! I, I still I still think Milos oh, might even still if he take doesn't, them. Now I've just got poop shoes. Right. It's lose lose for you. Oh man. Well, guys, Nathan, Mariah. Nathan, Mariah, we talked about this movie. What do we always say? Well, it's under my impression that we always say... Don't take a word for us! That's right, folks. Don't take our word for it. Nathan, how many critics liked this movie? Uh... 15% 15% out of 124 reviews. Okay. And I feel like I'm going to go ahead and say that the audience liked it more because it's kind of a culty type hit. They did. However, it's still only 55% out of over 250,000 reviews. That's still crazy to me. <laughs> like, it's almost fresh. <laughs> and And Rotten Tomatoes says that I might also like The Longest Yard. I pronounce okay. you Chuck and Larry. Oh, nobody. No, that's not true at all. Meet the Fonkers. Oh, dear. 51st Dates. Mm, okay. And fucking Norbit. <laughs> okay. Well, I could say 51st Dates, I kind of like. And that's about it. That movie is that movie's a horror movie. <laughs> 51st Dates is a horror movie. Oh, oh, yeah. The twi- yeah. If you, th- if you think about it for 15 seconds, yes. Yeah. Um, but holy shit, Chuck and Larry, that's a coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Saw that at the drive-in. It's probably a must-we, honestly. (laughs) I think that's a new category you just invented. Oh, (laughs) must-we. Must-we. 
All right, so let's get into this. Let's get into the critics' reviews here. Um, our first one comes from Nick Shager of From Lessons of Darkness. He says, uh, it's, a, it's a rotten review. He says, compliments the awfulness of its protagonist's Caucasian camouflage with putrid bathroom humor, pitiable romance, and brainless racial slash social commentary. Okay. C minus. Oh. Um, I was surprised that I actually laughed on more than one occasion. Still, the comedy is sporadic, with more jokes that miss the mark than those that work. He gave it a C. Mariah, what do you got? Uh, this one is a rotten review from uh, Aaron Hills of Premier Magazine. Uh, he said... Uh, despite the attempts of the Academy Award-winning makeup artist behind Mrs. Doubtfire, these doubtful misfires can't pass as white or as chicks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Academy Award-winning makeup team. I did not know that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Stella Papa Michael from BBC.com says, Wayans take one unfunny joke and runs with it far beyond the realms of plausibility to a point where even Michael Jackson would draw the line. One out of five. Okay, I don't know what that weird Michael Jackson thing is. I mean, so. I guess it's just a Michael Jackson looks like a white lady joke. I don't know. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's 2004. Uh, <laughs> well, Kevin Carr... Uh, I was going to say, who... if you say fucking Roger Ebert, love this, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Kevin Carr, uh, who apparently writes for a uh, fucking publication after my own heart. Uh, so Kevin Carr from Fat Guys at the Movies writes, let's forget about the clunky plot and shallow characters. Let's forget about the racist undertones of the film. Bottom line, the white chicks scare me. Seriously, they're freaky looking. They are the stuff of nightmares. Two out of five. <laughs> uh, John Mo uh, Moynihan, Moynihan, whatever, from Detroit uh, Free Press says, uh, a moronic version of better gender-bending films. All right. Uh, my last one is from our old pal, Nathan, Ken Hankey, rest mm -hmm. in peace, um, of the Mountain Express. And Ken doesn't like this film very much, but he does say that I suppose it might rile the Paris Hilton Anti-Defamation League, which may be worth something. <laughs> One out of five. Fair. Uh, so I don't have I don't I don't have Roger, uh, but I got Richard. Oh God. And Richard Roper, simply put, it's the worst movie of the year. All right. Wait, Soul Plane came out the same year, I think. Did it come out before? I mm, Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. I have one. Okay. Yeah, last one. Do it up. This one is a rotten review, and it's from Roger Ebert. <laughs> and it says, a film, so, uh, a film so dreary and conventional that it took an act of the will to keep me in the theater. <laughs> so there you go. Your, your boy hated it, too. Yeah, Roger Ebert, not a fan of white chicks. Well, no, because he's married to a black chick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, that's enough of the professional critics. Let's talk, Let's go into the snake pit and start talking about these crazy audience members. Okay. Um, so my first review from the audience is from Johan M. And I don't know why all these uh, reviewers' first names start with J. It just happened, so there we go. Uh, Johan says, it can be said this movie has aged well due to the amount of memes that it has provoked. 
Two disgraced FBI agents go way undercover in an effort to protect hotel heiresses, the Wilson sisters, from a kidnapping plot. Very talented actors and memorable makeup that will be extremely hilarious for years to come. Four out of stars. Okay. Uh, well, uh, continuing on, uh, Jonathan T. Uh, I'm assuming it's Jonathan Torrance. Um, I mean, J-Rock from Trailer Park Boys. Okay. Writes, a great, hilarious movie. I don't see where the top critics, quote-unquote, get that this is a bad movie. I've never met anyone who talked bad about this movie. <laughs> five out of stars. All right. This one is from, uh, this is a five-star review. It's confusing. Uh, so it's from uh, Emma Bile, Emma Bill, okay. V. And it goes. What celebrity um, is that, Nathan? I, I got nothing on that. <laughs> it's from like last year, too. And it says, if you can enter the convention that they are two black men perfectly disguised as white girls, you will enjoy it. What convention? Well, the idea, not not convention as in like, you know, Comic-Con, but the, the, the convention, the idea of right. yeah. the, the, the plot convention. Oh, shit, Nathan. Now what? Um, so, oh, man. I thought we were done with them after the cold open. We have a review here from Jeff Sessions. <laughs> he gives it half a star because, of course, he does. And it, re- it reads as such. How is it okay for this movie to exist? It is sexed. It is. No, he writes. It is sextet and racist. And, and not funny. Started watching and about halfway through just turned it off. If this were a movie about two white FBI agents who went undercover as African-American women and did stereotypes around that, the director and each member of the movie would have had to make public apologies. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yes, For yes, they would have, Jeff reason. Sessions. <laughs> yes. You fucking idiot. It, again it's not just interchangeable there's a punching up punching down dynamic that comes into play with this sort of thing okay if you can't get your head around that stop talking about comedy because you don't get comedy (laughs) yeah exactly shut up jeff sessions what do you even do (laughs) uh i've got one here from uh chris k um guessing that it's uh chris christopherson (laughs) and uh Uh, He writes, as ridiculous as the premise is, I remember watching this on multiple occasions and enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, it's not a great movie, and parts probably won't hold up. Or didn't then. But you're probably going to laugh at some point. Two and a half out of stars. I thought you were going to start singing the Gran Torino song there for a second. (laughs) Well, I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head that didn't hurt. (laughs) Let me ride for breakfast. Okay, Mariah, what do you got? Um, so this one's from Hazendu L. And it's like two and a half stars. And it reads, uh, Terry Crews must have severe. Oh, no, no, actually, I want to read it again. Terry Crews must have a sever back trauma after single-handedly carrying this movie. A sever back. <laughs> sever. A sever. Yep. <laughs> this is another one much in the in the vein of Jeff Sessions from earlier. Um, and I'm really disappointed at who wrote this, but this is from Jack R, which I can only assume is Jack Reacher. But Jack Reacher says, cultural appropriation at its worst. I am threatened, offended, and fear for my safety after watching this film. 
half a star. Oh, that scared little man energy. I fear for my safety. <laughs> Jack Reacher is scared, guys. Have you seen those movies? He does some crazy shit. If he's scared for his safety. Uh, yeah, what are the rest of us going to do? My next review... <laughs> Um, is from Tommy C. And I'm certainly not going to say this is from Tommy Chong because I feel like he is a better human being than this review. I think it's from Tommy Cruise. Must be from Tommy Cruise. Uh, right. Wait, did he post his all his characters? (laughs) Right. Most racist movie and hypocrite. This movie should be banned. Half out of stars. You're wrong, Tommy Cruise. Scared little man. (laughs) All right, Mariah, send us home. Give us one. Give us swing for the fences. Knock it out of the park. All right. So this one's from Edgar M. And it's it's like four star, four and a half stars. And it's this is a cult film. <laughs> okay. All right, Edgar. This is a cult film. Um. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, we we've done it. We've we've conquered white chicks. <laughs> <laughs> the film. The film. Weird way to put it. Um. Thank you. That's uh, that's also going on the back of the box. <laughs> We've conquered white. Right below Mariah's review of it's right up there with up Titanic. there with Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. my review of I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> and I and, and my review of between head trauma and a drunk watch. We get that a shirt like like make a shirt white checks and on the back just have like those in quotes. <laughs> I don't know. Can we? <laughs> so we come to the time now. This is a uh, this is a little segment that Nathan has uh, introduced to the podcast. Um, but guys, uh, you know we're all locked down. We're all hunkering down during this uh, during this quarantine, or at least we all should be. Um, and we're watching a lot of movies, a lot of TV. So I just I guess I just got to ask uh, Mariah. We'll start with you. Uh, what you uh, what you watching, bud? So I've been uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race as always, um, and I started watching uh, tonight. Well, it was on Crave, so Vice TV or whatever, and it's uh, they it's like Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. So like they're going and like talking with like what's it Connor? Sorry. Wow, Conrad, Conrad Thompson, Thompson. Yeah. and they're just like talking with like Jason Eisner and whatever the other guy's name is. I don't remember his name. Anyways, uh, they're kind of talking about the first season, and then like I think this month or sorry next month they're gonna have season three out. So definitely check that out. It's gonna be interesting. They just released like the new like episodes of what they're gonna do. So they're gonna do an episode on Ultimate Warrior, uh, Chris, like Chris Canyon. Is it? Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. And uh, the XPW, which is, could be an interesting one. I can't see there being any dicey shit there. Yeah, yeah right. I love, so I, I love like Dark Side of the Ring. Like I binged it and uh, yeah, that's why I kind of watched the Owen Hart episode today and I was like, fuck. But yeah, no, that's what oh, I'm that's a That's a gut punch that episode. Holy shit. Yeah, I just like, just gives me chills. Yeah. All right, Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. So Nathan, uh, what you uh, what you watching, bud? Well, bud, uh, I'll tell you, I have uh, I've really kind of taken a, I don't know a shine to this whole uh, you know first run movies being able to be rented and, and of good quality. Uh, so this uh, this actually this past week I checked out the new Bob Odenkirk movie Nobody. I wanted I've wanted to see that for a while actually. Balls to the wall action this movie once they start it does not let up it's a nice 
tight, like hour and a half ish. Um, and the amount of home alone MacGyver shit that happens in this movie, uh, in the third act is brilliant. It as a movie that is no way based in any sort of reality whatsoever. I feel that we could cover it for the show, but we would be praising it the entire time. It, it gave me from watching the trailer. It gave me kind of a shoot 'em up vibe. Yes, is it that? Is uh, it a close very. To that? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Once it starts, it does not stop, and and it's it's you know a one it's a he's a one man meat grinder. Guys, shoot 'em up. The best use of a carrot in a film. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen some of the films I've seen then. Oh, uh, well, moving on. <laughs> I have seen them, but I can't talk about the Mariah's here. Oh, what, okay. did you, what did you watch the, uh, recently, yeah, Brendan? What, what yeah, am I what watching, you bud? watching, bud? Yeah, what did you watch, watch recently? Watch. Jeez, how <laughs> drunk is she? She's, it's past her bedtime. It's like almost 10 o'clock. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, what am I watching, bud? Well, my, my thing that I want to point out that I watched is a movie called Slacks. That's right. It's a movie about a pair of jeans that kills people, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, so this uh, this movie is about uh, this this girl who works at like a big uh, a big you know clothing store, and they're pushed as like you know uh, fair trade. We don't we don't use any like uh, cheap labor, um, and and you know of course they do. Um, and it turns out uh, these these pants uh, come to life and start killing people. And it sounds like, I mean, it is ridiculous and entertaining, but it's actually kind of smart too because there's a lot of like commentary about um, like I mean capitalism and and these like fake um, like facades that companies put on, like oh we're doing we're doing for the better good, and oh we're such a green company and everything like that. So there's criticisms of that too, um, on top of just being absolutely entertaining, uh, watching a pair of jeans murder people. I mean, come on. But now um, we should give a hint ski as to what's coming up next week. So I will uh, I will do that now. <clears throat> Electric fucking boogaloo. All right, so there you go. There's your hint. Um, you can find us all over the web, Turnet. Uh, Mariah, where can they find you? Check the check the notes. Yeah, check the notes. Check the show notes. Um, you can find <laughs> us. You can find <laughs> us all over the web. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/WWTTPodcast. Uh, very soon, we're going to be getting into Listener's Choice Month. That's coming out coming up in <laughs> June. So stay tuned for that. Uh, that could either go very bad or very good or somewhere in the middle. Mm. <laughs> could be like last year or the year we did muck or the year we did postal. You <sighs> never know. Um, so that's it. That's where you can find us. That's what we're doing. That's what we're all about. Uh, that's that's what we be all about. Nathan, mm-hmm. do you uh, have any questions? No, but I got a friend who wants to say something. Oh, okay. We'll bring him in first. Okay, I'll get him to say Hello! It's good friend Montrose Monkington III here, feeling a bit snubbed, uh, almost like the late Chaswick Bozeman at the um, uh, at the Oscars. I really don't feel that that went very well at all. 
Uh, but that aside, I am Montrose Monkey the Third, as I said. Uh, you can find me on the YouTubes uh, at my ch- uh, my channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also be friends with me on Facebook at the uh, Facebook group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. And then you can also tweet at me on your Twitter's devices uh, at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. Thank you. More later. Thank you, Montrose. And now, Nathan, do you have any questions? Got a few. Okay. Shoot. Okay. Um, so, all right. Um, in a movie mm. where you have, you know, Terry Crews doing his damnedest, and, and, and with a movie where uh, the initial makeup takes what is perceived as hours uh, to do, uh, for our main characters to look like white chicks. Uh, and in a movie where you've got busy Phillips puking and still looking kind of hot. And in a movie where Kevin McAllister's dad is, is shown out to be the villain that he truly is. Because I'm pretty sure he was in the mafia in uh, Home Alone. And with a movie uh, where everything is tied up. In, in a neat little package, uh, so much so that it, it, it could have been a, a movie of the week on, like, Peachtree or TBS. I, I simply need to ask... Shoot! What were they thinking? Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> God damn you all. I miss you And now I want